0: This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of July 27, 2020. This week, MMWR published reports about how long COVID-19 symptoms last in adults who haven't been hospitalized, efforts to keep voters safe during an election in Milwaukee, and good news about rebounds in vaccination among children in New York City. The authors of a report published on Friday, July 24th, looked at duration of symptoms among adult outpatients. They found that recovery from COVID-19 can take a long time, even among previously healthy young adults in a random sample of COVID-19 patients, about one in three of those treated outside of the hospital had not returned to their usual health when interviewed two to three weeks after testing positive. Recovery took longer with increasing age and increasing number of underlying conditions. For example, among people 50 years and older, about half had not returned to their usual health after two to three weeks. Even among young adults aged 18 to 34 years with no underlying conditions, one in five had not returned to their usual health after two to three weeks. These findings highlight why it is so important for everyone including young adults and those without underlying conditions, to take steps to prevent COVID-19. Wash your hands often, stay six feet away from others not living in your household, wear a mask consistently and correctly in public. A report published on Thursday, July 30th, looked at the effect of public health efforts to help prevent the spread of COVID-19 during an election in Milwaukee. Wisconsin held a statewide primary election on April 7, 2020, making it the first state to have in-person voting after stay-at-home orders were issued to limit the spread of COVID-19. On March 3, CDC published interim guidance to help prevent spread of COVID-19 at polling locations. Mitigation measures, in line with the CDC guidance, and additional measures were implemented in Milwaukee. The authors compared the number of people voting in Milwaukee in the spring of 2016 with those voting in spring 2020. The proportion of those who voted in person on Election Day decreased substantially, from 90% to 20% with about 19,000 people voting in person in spring 2020. While there was a substantial increase in mail-in, absentee, and early voting, there also was overall a 43% decrease in the number of people who voted. The authors found no clear increase in cases, hospitalization, or deaths following the election. These findings provide preliminary evidence that CDC's interim guidance for ensuring a wide variety of voting options, encouraging personal prevention practices, and environmental cleaning and disinfection lower risk of transmission during elections. Further risk reduction can be achieved by fully implementing CDC interim guidance which recommends longer voting periods and other options, such as increasing the number of polling locations, to reduce the number of voters who gather indoors in each location. Another report published on Thursday, July 30th, looked at vaccination among children in New York City during the COVID-19 pandemic. Beginning in early March, Data from the New York City Immunization Registry showed a decrease in the number of doses given to children 18 and younger. The New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene used the city's immunization registry and worked with healthcare providers so they could identify unvaccinated children and ensure they received vaccines they'd missed. Vaccine administration increased among children under 2 starting in mid-April and by mid-May returned to levels similar to those during 2019. Vaccine administration amongst older children 2 to 18 years increased starting in late April and early May and continued to rise. However, by late June, the number of vaccines given to older children was still 35% lower than the same period in 2019. This report highlights the critical role of public health departments and partnerships with numerous stakeholders to ensure children of all ages get the vaccines they need. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up-to-date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast at cdc.gov slash MMWR podcast. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.